ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Thursday, July 27th. Drive back on the air here on ESPN 94.1 and 8, 9.30. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Yesterday, we had Pirates baseball, so didn't get a chance to do a show today. So I'm sure by now you have gone over every single thing that Coach Hop has said, Cam Fancher has said, and Owen Porter has said coming out of Sunbelt Media Day as Coach is like, he likes to say, talking season is over, so... The next step, getting camp underway. But it was a successful Sunbelt Media Day. It looked like it was a, a great time. And, of course, Coach Huff excited for the upcoming season. So I think that's pretty much the gist of Media Day. But there's a lot of stuff that will come out. We're going to have Luke Creasy join us tomorrow on the program from HD Media. He was at Media Day. So he's going to get us caught up to speed. Some of the things that maybe he's working on, some of the things that we didn't get to see as we weren't there he joins me tomorrow on the program, and since we're looking ahead, I want to go ahead and, and mention this now, that Dickie Martin is going to join me tomorrow on this show. Dickie is the longtime play-by-play voice of the Ashland Tomcats, and we have entered into a partnership here at Kindred Communications with Ashland. So Ashland Tomcat games will be heard now on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3. And 1340, so I'm sure we're going to be introducing an entire new audience to the radio station. And if you are an Ashland Tomcats fan, get familiar with the radio station. We have a Facebook page. We also have a Twitter account. We'll be pretty active on those real soon. And the best thing I can tell you is go to our website, catsports933.com, and click on one of those links. We've got links to our Android, our iOS, and our Alexa apps you want to listen to the radio station on a friday night during high school football season and you don't have your radio with you well we've got you covered with our streaming app so that's a great place to start so we want to welcome aboard all the tomcat fans looking forward to the upcoming season dickie martin will join me tomorrow on the program as well as luke creasy but that's tomorrow let's talk about today first of all Coming up tonight on the program, we're going to catch up with Eden Douglas from the Charleston Dirty Birds. And didn't get a chance to talk to her yesterday, so she's coming back on with me today, and we'll talk about what's happening with the Dirty Birds. Also, I was at the memorial, the celebration of life, I think that's the best way to describe it, for Jim Birmingham, former captain in Huntington Blizzard. Good friend of mine, good friend of a lot of people, and... I had a chance to sit down with some familiar faces, some people I haven't seen in a long time, and, you know, some people that I've seen most recently. And I'm going to go with tonight conversation I had with Mark Williams. Mark Williams was pretty much the jack-of-all-trades when it came to the Huntington Blizzard organization. He pretty much did it all. He was, to be fair, I think he was the glue that held Huntington Blizzard hockey together in so many regards. So we'll have him on the show tonight, interview that I had with him last week, and uh, it's pretty – it's evergreen, but I think it's timely as well. So we'll hear that when we get later into the show. But we'll talk to Eden. We will hear from Mark. And i got to remind you, coming up tonight, we've got the TBT, the basketball tournament continues and it's another one of those in-state battles 
you got a side, right? You've picked your side. You know. Are you taking Best Virginia or are you taking Heard That? Obviously, we're taking Heard That. Some of you might be taking Best Virginia. We've got the game. It's coming up tonight, 7 o'clock, right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. If you heard the game the other night, Heard That raced out to a really fast start. They went on a 22-7 run to start the game. Zoo Crew did make it competitive. So Zoo Crew, and that was the Pitt alumni team, got back into the game, and halftime it was 43-36. The closest that Zoo Crew ever got was 69-65 with six minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. But in the end, it was heard that, getting the victory, 186-71. Rob Gray led all scorers with 27 also adding five rebounds and two assists for her. That so back at it tomorrow. Hopefully, I'm sorry. Back at it Saturday. Hopefully, if they get the win tonight, because it's tonight, Saturday, and I've heard that wins Sunday, and we'll have all those games here on ESPN ninety four point one and AM nine thirty. Or if it's Best Virginia, we'll have Best Virginia. On Saturday, and then if Best Virginia wins, we'll have that game again on Sunday. So I'm looking forward to it. Let's hope that it's heard that, at least for this audience, and I know if some of you are pulling for Best Virginia. should be a fun game. Do we see more of Tavion Kinsey? Do we see more of him? He was out there for 12 minutes. And I didn't think we would see a lot of him because – I know Tavion's in one of those situations where he's got the commitment, he's going to play. I think we're going to see more of him. And heard that has some depth as well. So you don't need him out there as much. Plus, he's got G League opportunities before him. You don't want to mess that up a little bit. So I can understand if we don't see Tavion too much. But it was a pretty well-balanced roster last night. We didn't see... We didn't see that much of guys like Ryan Taylor and Rondell Watson. We didn't see much of Stevie Browning. We didn't see much of Luke Fisher. And I think a lot of that is because you have the depth now. You can, if you want to go big, you can go big with this lineup. If you want to go small, you can go small with this lineup. And Rob Gray was just amazing for her that. As I mentioned, 27 points. John Elmore had 13. Derek Cook Jr. had 13. Ja'Cory Williams had 11 in this game. That's a strong that's a strong lineup right there. Top to bottom, I'm pretty impressed with her that. So we've got that game for you. It's coming up tonight right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. The other game, the winner of Best Virginia versus Heard That's going to face off against Sideline Cancer or Challenge ALS Florida, and that's going to be the 9 o'clock game on ESPN+. Plus. We won't have that game. We're just going to carry Best Virginia and Heard That Games. Now, some other news coming out today that really made me pause for a minute. Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow arriving at training camp practice. He had a new sleeve on his calf. That was noticed. And then later during practice, while scrambling from pressure, Burrow came up limping after a play. So, he limped. He had some discomfort in his right leg. He sat down with trainers as practice continued without him. A cart brought onto the field, took him off. Later, Bengals head coach Zach Taylor confirmed that Joe Burrow suffered a calf injury. So I don't think that's going to be as bad as I initially thought. But still, 
Anytime that Joe Burrow goes down, I get worried because he is the center of the universe when it comes to Cincinnati Bengals football. That roster surrounding him is being put together to protect him, I hope, complement him, build around him. He's the, he's the cornerstone. You build off of him. And that made me look a little concerned some when I saw that. It was like, no. You could tell in my face instantly. It's just like, no, really? The season hasn't even started yet, and i got to worry about this. Speaking of seasons almost starting, if you are a Big Green member, guess what? And you haven't got your season tickets, and you're holding out for season game tickets. Single-game football tickets for the Thundering Herd. The presale commences tomorrow through Marshall Athletics Ticket Office. Online sales for Big Green members and season ticket holders start at 8 a.m. So you're a Big Green member. And you're looking to get some tickets. Or if you're a season ticket holder, you already got yours, but you want to add some to it. You can start with phone sales 9 a.m. and online sales 8 a.m. You got to join the Big Green, though, to take advantage of that. So if you're not a Big Green member yet, here's what they're offering. If you purchase a season ticket mini plan or become a Big Green member you get uh, access to the pre-sale. So if you want to be a Big Green member and you don't have a season ticket plan, you want to maybe start out, you get your Big Green membership. And if you become a Big Green member, you get access to the pre-sale and $5 off each ticket purchased. The $5 discount per ticket applies to all tickets bought during Friday's event. It costs $60 to be a Big Green member. $60. And you get $5 discount per ticket. So if you're buying multitudes of tickets, you're going to get a discount. That's pretty good. So keep an eye on that. That's the pre-sale beginning tomorrow from ticket office and then after that everything else opens up so if you're not a big green member and you just want to get a ticket that's going to open up to you what's available august 3rd so check that out when we continue hope to be joined on the phone by eden douglas from the charleston dirty birds that's when we continue on this edition of the drive espn 94.1 and am 9:30. this is the drive with paul swan on espn 94.1 fm and am 9 Welcome back to our Thursday edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. I want to welcome back to the program. We didn't get a chance to talk yesterday, so graciously, Eden Douglas with the Charleston Dirty Birds is joining us tonight to get us caught up on everything that's happening with the Dirty Birds. But before we start, Eden, I need to know, tonight there's another big one happening. Not just Dirty Birds baseball. There's another big game happening tonight. Who do you got? Heard that or Best Virginia? Eden, are you there? I am there. There you are. <laughs> I didn't hear you a second ago. Yeah, did you uh, did you hear my question? I'm putting you on the spot. Are you taking Best Virginia or Heard That? Best Virginia all day because I am a Dozview alum and I am a Mountaineer through and through. So Best Virginia all day. Can we continue to even have this conversation now? You're you're, you're taking. <laughs> You're taking the wrong team, Eden. You're picking the wrong team. 
That's a matter of opinion, but I'm going West Virginia. They've got my guy, Keity Johnson and Eric Stevenson now and Don Flowers, and I'm pulling. I really think they're going to get it. No, no. I've got my guy, Jared West. I've got my guy, John Elmore, James Kelly, uh, Stevie Browning. Those are my guys. Tavion Kinsey, Ryan Taylor, Rondell (laughs) Watson. Um, Rob Gray, not even not even a herd alum, but I'm taking Rob Gray. He's mine now. So uh, no, this will be fun. How excited? How excited are you for something like this? I know we got baseball to get into, and we'll definitely do that. But after, are you going to be like trying to maybe trying to follow both the game and the game? You know what I mean? Oh, a hundred percent. On uh, Tuesday night, we had the game on in the press box, and we're watching it while trying to keep up with our game, and it'll just be. Even better tonight because me and one of my interns, uh, he currently goes to WVU. We are diehard Mountaineer fans, but then our PA, who is in there with us, our announcer, he goes to Marshall, and he is a diehard Marshall fan. So we're all in there talking about WVU and Marshall sports all the time, so we'll definitely be keeping up with it for sure, and we'll try to throw it on the board if we have any empty time during the game too. Outstanding, and of course, there are a lot of big things happening with the Dirty Birds, and I know you got the game tonight. We'll talk about the, that in a second. But tomorrow, tomorrow's a big one. You got the Clydesdales, right? Yeah, so uh, tomorrow we've got the Clydesdale coming. And, um, you know, Folds of Honor is coming, too, to do a check presentation, which is going to be really fun. Um, they'll be out in center field. So when fans come in, they'll be able to go out there. I'm not sure if they're going to have um, how many like they're going to have here. I know they're going to have one for sure. Um, that's going to be really cool. And then uh, we also have a Bobby Bradley t-shirt giveaway. I mean, Bobby's a former MLB player and played for the Guardians, and um, his we're giving away a t-shirt with his name on it tomorrow, um, thanks to Marshall Orthopedics. So that'll be really fun. Um, so tomorrow is going to be packed. The night is fully packed, and we're taking the field as the Charlies. Um, Saturday is fully packed because it's space and family night. I mean, this whole weekend is just crazy. Sounds like it's going to be fun. And you, you've seen the Clydesdales before, right? This isn't your, this won't be your first time, right? I've never seen them. This will be my first time. Wow. They were here yeah. in Huntington a few years ago, and I got a chance. I, I was not going to hang out in the press box. I came down and, you know, saw them and they're beautiful so i think you're going to have a lot of excited kids a lot of excited adults tomorrow for that but tonight the charlies is um it's always fun when the charlies are back because a lot of people grew up didn't just it depends whatever era you grew up in but i think a lot of people harken back to those days when it was the charleston charlies yeah, it's really cool because we sell Charlie's merchandise in the store, and then the guys have one, the yellow jerseys that are striped, like some of the originals, um, and then they wear the hats, and the logo is just cool. Um, so we like edit the video boards where it's all Charlie's themed, and we announce them as the Charleston Charlie's throughout the entire game. So it's, it's really cool, and um, fans like it because it brings back a little bit of history to the ballpark. I'm just kind of curious. I know Dirty Birds merch goes number one, obviously. But where would you rank the Charlies as far as merch? Is that something that that's a fair metric, or is it more when it's a theme night that stuff goes and and more people want it? No, it's about equal an equal split kind of. Um, obviously, it is more Dirty Birds, but regardless of what the night is, someone's in there buying a Charlie's hat. 
Um, even during our Dirty Birds games, there's fans walking around the concourse that have one Charlie's gear. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then definitely on Thursdays, whenever they're here, we have our normal season ticket holders and our rowdies and our toasties who wear Charlie stuff. Um, so, like, everyone is decked out. Our office staff is in Charlie's team stuff. So it's really cool. Eden Douglas is with us from the Charleston Charlies tonight. <laughs> I um, I think that's really cool what you're doing with all of the theme nights because there's such a rich history of minor league baseball in Charleston with the Charlies, now with the Dirty Birds, before that with the Power, you know, the Alley Cats, the Wheelers, so much history there, and I think it's really cool. And this is just Thursday, as we mentioned, the Clyde Sales on Friday. The fun continues all weekend long. You mentioned this jam-packed weekend here. Do you get a break? Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, what? You, know, <laughs> you, you don't get a break here. Jam-packed is is about exactly what it is. Um, I mean, tomorrow we've got T-shirt giveaway in the Clydesdales, and then Saturday is obviously Mega Blast fireworks like it always is. But it's also Faith and Family Night. Um, so like all the game elements and music that will be played will be faith music um, that throughout the night. Um, and then Sunday is going to be probably another really big day. Um, our Sunday crowds are actually really good because it's Sunday afternoon and people want to come out and watch baseball. But we are hosting the Special Olympics of West Virginia here, and they're going to play a game on the field prior to our game. And then we also have um, it's our owner, Andy Shea, his son, Drew, it's Drew's fifth birthday. So all families who have a child five and under get into the ballpark for free on Sunday. The entire family does, which not, is really cool. Not just, the, not just the child, the family. Yeah. The entire family. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, happy Aaron, birthday. Yeah. That's uh that's amazing. That's uh that's pretty fun. Yeah, and there's another fun element that's coming on Sunday, and it'll be a surprise to everyone. We released a little sneak peek on our social media yesterday, and we're going to do another sneak peek tomorrow. Um, But just so everyone knows, there is a big, big surprise reveal on Sunday's game. So if someone's listening, not sure where to go on your social media, which uh, where direct them to that, if you would. Yeah, so it's on our Facebook and our Instagram. Um, our Facebook is just Charleston Dirty Birds, and our Instagram is at Dirty Birds CWV. Um, so if you go there, you can check it out. You might get an idea. You might not. Some people have commented and think they know, but they don't really know, and it's really it's really been fun to see what some of some people's guesses are. Um, but Sunday's going to be a big day, and it'll be big for us, but also it'll be really cool for the city to have something like this. Okay, so what was the first, if, if you can describe it and not give it away, what was the first tease? Um, we were in a coal mine. Okay. It was the first tease. Yep, we were in a coal mine. Okay, coal mine, you're in a coal mine. So yep. this could be anything. This could be anything from a new... New Jersey design to a special event. This could be anything. You're you're not going to give me any other hint. That's just coal mine. I'm not. I'm not. So make sure you go check our Facebook and see if you have an idea and check the comments. Um, but it'll be really cool. And the only hint that I'll give is that we were at a coal mine. Okay, at a coal mine. Eden Douglas is with us from the Charleston Dirty Birds. So let's talk Dirty Birds baseball just for a moment. Um, in your evaluation, uh, how are we doing? 
Um, we're still on that upward path, but we're kind of riding the wave right now. Um, we did well on the road, and we came back, and we're facing New York again this week. Uh, today's our last day of the three-game series, and we won on Tuesday night. Last night was not very pretty, and I don't want to say the score because it was not very pretty, um, but we're looking to get that series win and win tonight, hopefully. It's nice we haven't had to deal with rain. Knock on wood. Yeah, last week was rough. We got a lot of rain last week, which messed some things up. But the good news is that field held. It did. It did. Yeah, we um, it, it did, and it still is. And we even hosted uh, – I mean, we were here in town from uh, Tuesday all the way to Thursday uh, the week after. And then we were out of town on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then back into town on Tuesday – but even while the team was out of town, we were playing. We had um, 13 new, a 13-new tournament here, so there was 15 games played on this field over the weekend, and we're still seeing it hold up and um, no issues so far. Yeah, that's cool. I know um, I know. there's always that, okay, you want to play on grass? Eh, no, but the benefits, I think the benefits for uh, so much usage uh, with the turf has really paid off and uh, with the weather being the way it is. So, Dirty Birds baseball all weekend, big event, announcement, something coming up on Sunday. Follow social medias, and, of course, always the fireworks. And then after this, do you get a break, or you got to go right back at it to get ready for the next cycle? We get a break. We've got um, – we're out of town next week, and we're not – I don't even remember what day we're back in town because I feel like we're here all the time. Um, but we do have a bit of a break next week, and uh, we've got back-to-school night coming up in August. Uh, I mean, there's going to be a backpack giveaway for kids before they go back to school. So we've got we've got some cool things. There's not that many games left. I think we were talking about after this homestand, I think we only have 25 left here in Charleston. Um, we're out of town a lot in August, but we're home in September until September 17th. So um, it'll be good. We're, we are – in the in the home stretch towards the end, but we're hoping that the Dirty Birds will pull through and clinch this second half, so that way we can make it to the playoffs. Eden Douglas is with me from the Charleston Dirty Birds. Plenty of opportunities this weekend to visit Charleston, go to a Dirty Birds game, and if heard that beats Best Virginia tonight, will beat Best Virginia tonight, wave at Eden the next game. Let her know. She'll be in the press box or somewhere. Let her know. How you feel? Well, uh, that, that'll be fun. But if Best Virginia wins tonight, I'm going to try to slip on my WVU shirt for the game tomorrow instead of the Dirty Bird shirt. <laughs> well, I, I hope you have a, a, I hope you have a bad time doing that. I really do. I just <laughs> – I really hope that's not – would you put a Heard That jersey on? Would you do that if they I would won? Ne- I would never. I would never. I bleed gold and blue, so I feel like if I put that jersey on, I would be struck or something. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm just saying, um, yeah, you at least were rooting against Zoo Crew, right? That's the pit. That's the pit team. You were rooting against oh, them, yeah. right? Oh yeah, yeah. We were. That's what we were talking about yesterday in the press box too. Is we were rooting against Pitt, but we kind of were hoping that they would might end up be playing together today to hype up football season in the fall. So. <laughs> That was pretty cool. So really, you just wanted both teams to lose and just have just be an off day for Best Virginia. I know, I know what you're thinking. 
that would have been nice, but I'm hoping they pull it out. I was there at the game last year when they beat them, so I'm looking forward to this year too. I wish I could be there. Wish I could be in Wheeling, but it'll. It's nice that you know we've got games going on here, and I'm sure some of the people here will have the game pulled up on their phones. Yeah, I think so. And I just want to. I don't want to ruin your day, but they're playing at West Banco, and the court's Kelly Green, and WVU doesn't have a, a very good record on a Kelly Green court against Marshall. I'm this. I'm sorry. I want to point that out. <laughs> You're fine in every way possible, but it's going to be real funny. I'll, I'll send you a text tomorrow, and we'll, we'll see what happens. All right, all right, deal. We'll um, we'll go back and forth tomorrow. We'll uh, we'll follow up on this. Eden Douglas is with us from the Charleston Dirty Birds. Tonight, we're all Charleston Charlies fans as the Charlies take the field tonight. And you can, of course, get all that merch at the ballpark or on the website. Aiden, good talking to you, and we'll do it again next week. Yeah, thanks. See you soon. Aiden Douglas, everyone. When we continue, we're going to go back in time a little bit. Had a conversation with pretty much, I want to say, the Aiden Douglas of Huntington Blizzard hockey back in the day. Mark Williams, I had a chance to catch up with him at a recent event in honor of Jim Birmingham. We'll do that when we continue on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to our Thursday edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. In just a moment, we're going to hear from Mark Williams. I was with him in a really, a really fun place. We got together to talk about and reminisce about Jim Birmingham, former captain of the Huntington Blizzard. So you'll hear my conversation with him in just a moment, but... To no surprise by all, to no surprise, it is official. Colorado Regents have unanimously approved a plan to leave the Pac-12 conference and join the Big 12 in 2024. And the Big 12 has released an official statement on Colorado's return to the league. Here's what it reads in full. The following statement was released today by the Big 12 Conference through its commissioner. They're back. That's it. That's the, that's the statement. That's the release. They're back. So that's a big get again for the Big 12. The Pac-12, at one point, I thought if it played its cards right and made some moves, could have decimated the Big 12. Instead, The Big 12 is picking up the remains of the Pac-12, and pretty soon I think the Pac-12 is going to fall from any semblance of a power conference. So uh, we are down almost to four power school conferences now. We'll see how it shakes out, but Colorado back in the Big 12. Let's turn our attention to a few days ago. It's a good get-together. You hate to get together because of the reason we got together, but a lot of people showed up to remember Jim Birmingham, former captain of the Huntington Blizzard. Jim passed away a few months ago, and one of the people that was always around because he was making sure everything worked was Huntington Blizzard's Mark Williams. And, of course, he was there again making sure everything worked. 
continuing on what he always did for hockey in Huntington. And I was kidding with Mark. Really didn't need to introduce him because what I was doing, I was talking to the guys. I, you know, I was just trying to make sure that, that I had all my interviews organized because I was doing them so fast. And so I didn't ask him, you know, hey, you know, so don't lose my place. You know, you know, give me your name and if you remember your position. And I was joking with Mark, like, hey, you know, what was your position with Huntington Blizzard? Because he did so much. And that's where we start with this interview. Mark Williams, what was your position with Huntington Blizzard? Well, it varied from year to year. So, you know, as, as you have to do in a small business, you kind of do everything. So, you know, it was sales, it was promotions, it was uh, putting down logos, <laughs> putting up dashboards, uh, <laughs> you know, breaking up fights uh, backstage, whatever. So, <laughs> why, why now? Why is this still resonating with a lot of people after Birmingham passed away? This felt like the only logical place to be. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, Burmy, uh, the players in general were a big part of the community. Jimmy loved this this uh, this area and really wanted to get back to Huntington, um, which is why his, his ashes are here and they'll be here. But, uh, uh, you know, players are just very fan-friendly, you know, uh, older people, younger people, it don't matter. Very personable. They, they get it. They know what they have to do in the, in the community. And, uh, and they can do it and still have a lot of fun doing it. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, B- people remember it. We, we miss it. Uh, but it was fun while I was here. I've asked a lot of the guys what were some of the memories maybe came back to them when they came back to Huntington. For you, what are some of the memories that are coming back to you as they came back to Huntington? Well, what, what, what can I actually say on the air? Um, <laughs> So some of those memories came back last night uh, while we were all out. But, uh, you know, I don't know. There, there, were, there were tons of memories, you know, from individual players to, you know, the team itself, coaches, people I worked with in the office. We, we worked with some great people in the office. Um, uh, and I, you know, the players from, you know, not as good to very good players all had their special talents, uh, fun to watch, and, again, very personable. Uh, most all of them got it. If, if there was, uh, one thing we did here too, and I say we, the coaches uh, did, if, if we had a player, no matter what their skill level was, and they weren't meshing and they weren't quite getting what they should do in the community, they would be gone and just replace them. Uh, again, you, you know, you get rid of a very good player to get a better person. And uh, I, I, think, I think all of our coaches are very good about that. With, with Jim Birmingham, bringing up so many memories with a lot of the guys now that they're here to, to remember him. Can you can you boil it down to maybe one or two Jim Birmingham stories that you can say on the radio? Because I've got that a lot as well. Some of the stories maybe will never get told in a public forum. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jimmy actually on the ice was just a fantastic player, obviously. You know, he, he, he's, um, he's in the Hall of Fame, uh, which should tell you something. Fun to watch, but off the ice, just um, big-hearted fun, genuine guy, and uh, continued that after hockey. I was actually working in Winston-Salem for a while while he was coaching in Knoxville in the same league, so we saw each other a lot then, and just, he was just always always that same guy, just, you know, you could just just talk to, and he loved seeing you, and when he come back to Huntington, he was just out and about and loved every minute of it, so, you know, uh, uh, his life was too short, but, but he lived it well. With all of the 
coming back together, a lot of these players, maybe for the first time in a long time. The question always comes up, will we ever see something like this again? Will we see a return of maybe minor league hockey or anything close to what we got with the Huntington Blizzard? Yeah, I don't know. It, it's hard to say. You know, it, it's a very expensive sport to do, you know, starting with the ice. Uh, an arena and putting ice in the arena. It's, it's an expensive operation to put it in. Then you have to build the ice for games, take it down for other events, uh, very labor intensive. So it's, it's an expensive sport to do. I would love to see it come back. Uh, I, uh, I, th I think Huntington's next move should be um, building a new arena somewhere. You know, the Henderson Center is outdated. The downtown arena, they've done a fantastic job with, but it, it's still outdated. You can only do, do so much. Uh, so, uh, you know, maybe, maybe with the new arena, if it would include ice that's already built in, uh, I'd love to see it come back, whether it be minor league hockey or, or junior hockey. Junior hockey, uh, yeah, I worked there for a while, and it, it, it's, it's a great sport to watch. And a lot of people don't realize Huntington Blizzard, this is one of the most successful minor league franchises in the history of Huntington. There have been lots of attempts to bring other minor league sports to Huntington. The Blizzard held on the longest. Well, we did, and uh, the support was there. The fan support was there. Um, the sponsorship support was great. We were uh, our, our our advertising sponsorship support, community support was was way above uh, some communities that were much larger than us and economically much larger than us. So, so the people here, whether it be the fans or the business owners, really stepped up and and kept us going. Uh, you know, and it was. Uh, Kind of an in-depth story, but uh, you know the team. The team finally turned the corner the last couple of years and was actually making money, which is uh, a little bit unheard of in minor leagues. <laughs> with with all of that success on the ice, and I'll challenge anyone to this day, it was successful. The coaching tree, the player tree, everything that came after the Huntington Blizzard left. It's amazing to see how successful a lot of these players became, not only maybe professionally on the ice, but off the ice as well. Jim Birmingham became a coach, won a minor league championship. Yep. And there's a guy that, I don't know if you know his name, um, he coached the Stanley Cup. You, you may yeah, not know yeah, his yeah. name. Yeah, I think his name's Jared. He, yeah, he played here a little bit. and uh, He was an okay player. Yeah, 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 he's a very good player. Very, And again, a nice guy, he got it. You know, you don't just get to be a head coach because of your coaching skills. You've got to have everything else in there. You know, you got to have the personality. And and he had all that, obviously, and worked his way up, and he's done fantastic, and we're very happy for him. And uh, But, you know, he, he worked to get there. So, And it's just amazing to see all of the success that came from this minor league hockey team that people still talk about to this day. It's been a couple of decades at least, and people still think of it as if it was here yesterday. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it doesn't seem like it's been that long, but it really has. Um, yeah, so we look back on it with fond memories and, uh, you know, a lot of great guys. You know, I was talking to them uh, uh, when they all came in yesterday, and, uh, you know, we're talking, th these guys need to get together every year or so. And maybe it does need to be Huntington, wherever. They, these guys, you know, um, shared something, and they just need to, they just need, need to get together because you never know. You think – now more than ever it's sort of a renaissance for for Huntington to realize there was something special here a long time ago and maybe here in a few years as you mentioned maybe another reunion could come back you could do it somewhere else a little bit more public 
Yeah, something that really maybe a lot of fans can maybe uh, latch on to. Yeah, we, we'd love to do that. You know, and this obviously was, uh, we're glad everybody's here, and this has been wonderful, and it will continue to be a great uh, evening, but uh, obviously it was for not a good reason. Uh, so, yeah, so if, if, if we can do that and plan it a year or so in advance so everybody can make sure they have that time off, they're on vacations, they can, you know, uh, get off work, whatever they need to do to get here. We, we'd love to do that. And we, we've been talking about doing that. And what would really be great is if we could have this arena put the ice back up uh, for a couple weeks, you know, and do public skating uh, and then maybe get some sort of little alumni game going. Uh, it'd be fun to watch these old guys skating around. <laughs> Who would coach those teams? Well, I'm not sure. <laughs> maybe you. I don't know. <laughs> No, I'll yeah. be working the radio side. Well, you know, we, we, we'll have Jared, so he obviously would be the first candidate for a coach. Uh, Derek Schooley, who's here today, has been a successful uh, coach. So so we, we, we got some coaching prospects here. How will we divvy up the teams, though? That would be the question. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, um, odd and even numbers on their jerseys? I, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure there'd be some sort of a bar contest to see who's going to play where. So. At least a push for public ice. I think that, um, and we've talked, and you and I have known each other for a long time. I think public ice sorely needs to be back in Huntington. It's a quality of life issue. Absolutely. You know, we, we lost the, um, really the ice here at this arena. It's probably outdated a bit now. And the, and the uh, other arena, the private loan arena here is, is no longer there. Um, yeah, but it was great. You know, it, the public skating was great. It's, it's great exercise. It's a good family uh, event. And uh, you, you can do so much. I, I don't know if people remember, but when the ice was here, there were major skating shows that went on here. Uh, broadcast, you know, nationally broadcast uh, skating shows. I was in the arena once, and they had sticks was there playing, you know, just, just, just for this uh, um, skating show that was going to be on, you know, one, one of the major networks. Um, Gladys Knight was here for another one. They, they, they filmed these things. They filmed them here in Huntington. Um, one, one of the traveling uh, skating shows, I think, I think it was Disney. I th believe it's Wizard of Oz. They did their two-week uh, rehearsals here in Huntington. You know, rented the arena out for a couple of weeks. So, it, you know, it, it has its other values. It's just not hockey. It's, uh, it has some other value, which obviously you need to help pay for it. While we're here reminiscing, what's the one thing that you're going to take away from this when this night's over? and? when these guys start going back their, their separate ways? Well, uh, you know, uh, we, we all felt young again for a weekend. <laughs> we, we tried to act young anyways, but it was great seeing them. And they're, you know, n none of them live close to each other now, but they're back together and, and uh, played together and just stepped right back into, you know, like it was 20 years ago. And uh, it's been great. It's great. It's great just watching them, you know, just watch them walk around, interact with people. It's, it's wonderful. It's been fun also to watch your VHS collection on the big screen over here. Um, I saw a young Bill Cornwell. It, it was amazing what a handsome devil he was. Yes, yes. Well, Billy still is. But, uh, yeah, yeah, no, we were all a bit younger then. But, yeah, this, uh, you know, it's just we, uh, the hardest part, I had these game tapes. The hardest part was finding a, a, a VCR to play them on. You know, <laughs> it's, they're just not out there anymore. But, uh, yeah, the, the tape quality is not like we have nowadays. But, uh, yeah, it's fun to watch. And the, the guys are watching. The guys that were in the games I've been playing and remembering. And, and they're critiquing themselves uh, on their shift. And, you know, uh, yeah. So it's, it's, and it's just fun to hear them talk about it. So we got to digitize this collection. Yeah, it's still going to be bad quality. <laughs> do we care at this point? YouTube it. Just let's YouTube okay. it. Okay. All right. We'll do it. We, I don't know how to do that. So I give it to you, and you can do it. 
done. Thanks, Mark. Hi, Paul. Thank you. Mark Williams, and now i got to get a hold of that VHS collection and try to digitize that thing, put it on YouTube. I'm going to do it. I'm absolutely going to do it, and I'm going to pop it up there on my YouTube channel, and it'll live forever because I don't think anything dies on YouTube. We're going to take our final break, come back. We will get some of your texts in. We've got time for that, so we can do that at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Still time for your text, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. couple of texters writing in saying the Heard That's going to win tonight. Heard That the four seed in this part of the bracket taking on the one seed in Best Virginia. 7 o'clock tonight, we've got it for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And then the winner of this one will face off against Sideline Cancer or Challenge ALS Florida. That's going to be the second game. Now, we are not going to carry the second game. We're only picking up Best Virginia or Heard That games. We will have a game on Saturday. Doesn't matter who wins tonight. We've got the game. So game tonight, game on Saturday, and then game on Sunday if either Best Virginia or Heard that advances out of the Wheeling region. Should be fun. I'm looking forward to it tonight. And it's great. We have really... Not much else going on right now, of course, as Coach Elf would like to say. He calls it talking season, and I'm big on talking season. It's very important to what we do here. Talking season is always good. But it's been fun to watch these games over the last few days, and, of course, if you can't watch, we always encourage you to do it right here. Tune it in, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Some news coming in. The Bengals have reached a contract extension with defensive end Trey Hendrickson signing a one-year deal. That's going to go through the 2025 season. That came out just a few minutes ago. The extension includes $21 million in new money. That's according to sources to ESPN, ESPN reporting on this one, and a $5 million raise for 2023 and a $16 million raise in 2025. Hendrickson's original four-year $60 million deal that he signed with the Bengals before the 2021 season, it was set to expire at the end of the 2024 season. So I know he's an FAU guy. He's an FAU guy, but he's a Bengal now, so I can forgive that. He's been pretty good. One of the most effective pass rushers since he signed with the Bengals during 2021 free agency. Again, I know he's an FAU guy. I'm going to overlook that. He's a Bengal now. Bengals need him, and the Bengals getting it done. And, of course, earlier, if you weren't with us, uh, Joe Burrow suffering a calf injury. It was a non-contact injury as uh, training camp continues for the Cincinnati Bengals. And he goes out on the field earlier in the day. Had to be carted off, but according to Zach Taylor, calf injury. So I don't think that's going to be as bad as we thought it would be, but... Again, if you're a Bengals fan and you see your quarterback go down, right now the first thing in your mind has to be 
oh no, not again. And hopefully that's not going to be the case. So I'm looking forward to the upcoming season. And don't forget, you can catch those games right here. Even the ones that aren't televised, and there are probably going to be a lot of them. Because you know how the TV deal works. You want to catch all the games? You don't need YouTube. You can listen to them right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And that's also going to be in our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. So we got you covered throughout the NFL season, your home of Cincinnati Bengals football. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. I want to thank Eden Douglas from the Charleston Dirty Birds for joining me today to get us caught up on what's happening with the Birds tonight. They're the Charleston Charlies, so we'll root on the Charlies tonight. And, of course, I want to thank Mark Williams for sitting down with me a few days ago. Impromptu, just conversation between two people that share a history in honor and celebration of Jim Birmingham, former captain of the Huntington Blizzard, passed away earlier this year. He really loved Huntington, really loved the community, the people. He called this a second home. It might have been really his true home if you talk to him long enough. So he is here. Some of his ashes are here. It was. Um, it was really neat what they uh, what he wanted. They've got his ashes in a hockey stick. That's pretty fitting. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. Back with you tomorrow here on ESPN 94.1. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. This is your radio home for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.